In our crazy, often stressful world, there's an ever-increasing focus on pharmaceutical solutions. Acupuncture stands as a beacon of hope, providing a natural and holistic approach to mental well-being with few side effects. With its roots in traditional Chinese medicine, acupuncture has garnered attention for its ability to heal both the body and the mind. In this episode, you'll learn how all systems in the body are interconnected and how this impacts mental and physical health. Let's go deeper into the holistic benefits of acupuncture today on the Holistic Counseling Podcast. This is Holistic Counseling, the podcast for mental health therapists who want to deepen their knowledge of holistic modalities and build their practice with confidence. I'm your host, Chris McDonald, licensed therapist. I am so glad you're here for the journey. Welcome to today's episode of the Holistic Counseling Podcast. Are you ready to go beyond symptoms and find healing holistically for your overall physical and mental health? Or maybe you're looking at other holistic options for your clients. In today's episode, we'll be going deep into the holistic practice of acupuncture, how it works, and how it can be integrated with a new holistic tool called the Meridiogram. We'll also be discussing the remarkable benefits it offers for our well-being, as well as ideas of what you can do today to help alleviate stress and promote overall wellness. Today's guest is Zach Cormier. Zach is a holistic healthcare professional with a unique perspective on health and medicine. He is owner of Lucky Cat Acupuncture in Raleigh, North Carolina. Welcome to the podcast, Zach. Hey, thanks. I'm happy to be here. Can you tell my listeners how you got started with acupuncture? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was actually sort of a mistake when I a mistake. Uh, it was a mistake. I know, <laughs> a happy accident, as Bob Ross would say. But I was I was finishing up uh, my undergraduate uh, degrees, and I was uh, trying to figure out what I wanted to do next. Originally, I was thinking chiropractic or something along the lines of somewhere in the field of medicine, and just intuitively, it didn't feel right to me. And I was pretty lost at that point. I was trying to figure out what it is that it. I wanted to do. So as I was looking up different kind of schools, what ended up popping up on my computer as an ad was an ad for an acupuncture school. Uh, and I was like, oh, acupuncture, that's The universe cool. spoke to you. I know. I was, <laughs> it was weird because usually ads are tailored to you, right? And I was like, I don't know anybody that's had acupuncture, don't know anything about it. I don't know if it works. It's pretty woo-woo. It's far out there. I don't know. But uh, it was my spring break. So I ended up going to Florida and checking out some schools. And uh, I was really impressed and it just felt right. So ended up moving there and paying a bunch of money, still not knowing really anything about acupuncture. <laughs> and of course, I went to the, the kind of the orientation where it's all the other students are there and we're supposed to stand up and share our stories about uh, you know, why we're here and what we know about acupuncture. And everyone's standing up saying, oh, this, this medicine has been in my family for generations kind of thing. Uh, and I stand up like, yeah, I have no idea if it works. I've never had it. I don't know anybody that's had it. So everyone <laughs> had a good chuckle at that. But uh, everyone was very welcoming. And immediately I started through the program, got acupuncture, saw some amazing things that just blew my mind. So I knew uh -huh. I was in the right place. And then from there, just going through uh, acupuncture school, learning a very different perspective than what I had learned from my undergraduate learning and all that. Uh, and also just me being a big nerd, I branch out in all kinds of different topics. That's kind of what's made me the medical practitioner I am now. And even through school, I kind of saw there was some missing pieces. It was told to us actually that uh, what was taught in schools was going to give you an 80% success rate. And I was kind of like, 80% is good, but I'm kind of a perfectionist. So <laughs> I want more than that. 
so me being greedy about it, I was kind of saying like, what are the missing pieces and why is that missing 20% there? And so that's when I was kind of like, okay, well, there's a lot of people a lot smarter than me. I'm just some young punk who just is pretty, pretty much hungry for knowledge. So I just kind of found uh, all the people who were smarter than me and was asking questions and reading as much as I could, trying to put together all the pieces. And this was in all kinds of different fields. So my undergraduate degree was kinesiology. So I was very familiar with all kinds of exercise science and movement and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, acupuncture for holistic perspectives. I was training in Qigong, uh, medical Qigong. Uh, all kinds of different things, and uh, even biology, quantum biology, the list goes on. But uh, kind of as I got to a certain point, I realized that there was a lot of similarities and things to tie all these things together. So now, uh, yes, I am an acupuncturist, but I carry that title. And that's what initially people come to me for when they see uh, my website or hear from other people uh, that hear about acupuncture. And you know, they come in and end up getting something a little bit different than the traditional acupuncturist. I don't practice what it would be referred to as TCM or traditional Chinese medicine. Uh, I use some of the ideas and theories and ways of thinking, but I've kind of adapted it into a more, uh, what I consider a more holistic perspective. And we love a holistic perspective and we do love here a holistic, exactly, on the Holistic exactly. Counseling Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's the bread and butter. So uh, what I found to be lacking was when I was going through uh, a lot of different, whether it was acupuncture school or undergraduate or just working with other uh, medical practitioners, was the lack of looking for root causes. And it was really bugging me that even people who are saying, oh, we're treating root causes, they really weren't. <laughs> and it was just kind of got under my skin a little bit. So uh, it's really important to me to focus on that. And by that, what I mean is something like at acupuncture school, even acupuncture is great, but I find that it doesn't necessarily address the root cause for why someone developed a disease or dysfunction in the first place. So if you have somebody come in with, uh, since this is the... Uh, podcast related to mental health, um, someone coming in with something like anxiety or depression. A lot of the professors or students would say, oh, let's get them on this acupuncture and herbs. And that would be like, that's that's what's going to fix it. And in my mind, I was there thinking like, okay, well, this could help, but we could definitely see improvement. And it may even lead to a resolution, but it won't be, te- it will be just temporary. It won't be something permanent because you didn't fix why it is they developed the anxiety or depression in the first place. There wasn't a acupuncture deficiency and a herbal deficiency. There's something that caused that to happen. So those are the kind of the questions that I kept asking over and over again. So is it you are looking for like, like longer term solutions, not something that's kind of a Band-Aid approach? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No Band-Aids. I wanted something permanent, something that would last. 100%. <laughs> exactly. 100%. None of this stuff where you're, you're stuck coming to me for acupuncture for the rest of your life. I know I've done my job. If you're out doing the fun shenanigans that you want to do out in the world, uh, not if, as much fun as I have with all my clients because I like to talk, I like to joke around, uh, but we get stuff done. You know, I want you out doing the things you want to do. And if you getting better and getting worse, and that was my experience initially with acupuncture was people were coming in, they were getting better. And then a few months later, I'd see their name pop up on my schedule again. And I'd be like, okay, well... I hope this isn't the same thing. I hope it's something else happening because they were having fun or something. I don't know. But uh, you know, they'd come back and they'd say, "No, just my anxiety, and depression came back." Something like that. So what I noticed with acupuncture, it gets better, gets worse, gets better, get worse. Uh, and that's when I was really asking those questions about what is the root cause uh, of this dysfunction that they're having? What's the root cause of that anxiety and depression? Um, so that was what really led me down the path to kind of stepping away from just being a pure acupuncturist. Um, I think people get stuck on their tools sometimes, and acupuncturists getting stuck on their acupuncture, and herbalists getting stuck on their herbs. 
a surgeon uh, getting stuck on wanting to use his scalpel all the time, instead of seeing the kind of from a wider lens and saying, well, why is it really, you know, this anxiety, depression coming up in the first place? Kind of asking better questions. Where's that coming from? Exactly. Instead of just addressing the symptom, you're getting to the root cause of it. So it's, and I find those things are often related to someone's lifestyle or environment that's actually causing those things. Yeah. You know what? I I had gone to a chiropractor once. I'll never forget it. And it just reminded me like he talked about, he's the only person that ever talked about what you do outside of here matters. You can't can't just come to for me to adjust you. I need you to help when you lift things. I need you to. So so that just makes me think like that's more of a wider lens too, isn't it? Just looking at all the lifestyle factors. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I had a professor in acupuncture school. I remember she said, these clients are going to come to see you for probably an hour of the week. Think about all the other hours during the week. It's like you can do great during that hour, but you're going up against a mountain. If what they, they leave your office and then they're just doing all the wrong things, you're never going to be able to help them, which is why there's a lot of other pieces to the puzzle other than just using your tools. If the education or your detective work isn't part of that, uh, you're going to be kind of missing the, the thing, uh, the X marks the spot. Uh, you'll just be kind of going in circles um, and Absolutely. kind of get stuck there. And it, it, like you said, the the wider lens, taking a bigger perspective on things, which is definitely the holistic perspective. Holistic medicine is challenging in that you have to think about everything. That's true. You have to know a lot yes. about everything uh, versus some of our contemporary medicine is very yeah, scoped in because I think that, because, um, you know, holistic therapists, a lot of times we think about too anxiety. I don't think of it as just, oh, they have a cognition that's negative <laughs> and, right, right. or a trauma. It's just that because it's not. Sometimes there's physical causes. Sometimes there's something else going on in their nervous system. Yeah. Who knows? So I think that, I think you're right, that that's just so helpful to really look at the, the bigger picture and how all these systems work together. Yeah, exactly. When it comes down to it, it's uh, I think that's where some of our contemporary medicine loses its oomph is if someone comes in with anxiety, depression, it's like you're looking just straight at one thing versus seeing how the pieces connect. So it's just something as simple as something like depression. It's we know dopamine's definitely involved. And where does dopamine come from? Not from the brain. It comes from other places. Or you know, having serotonin or uh, melatonin, all those other neurotransmitters and hormones, they come from different places in your body, different organs, which is what I really value from my acupuncture education is seeing the interconnectedness of everything uh, and yes. seeing connections you didn't see before and how the dots are so connected. And it just absolutely still blows my mind to this day, even though I've been doing it for years. <laughs> I can now. tell. <laughs> um, which is, yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, I think that's where even my perspective on it, knowing acupuncture as well as studying all kinds of other things um, from movement uh, science to different biology and chemistry and quantum biology, those different pieces tied into acupuncture make it make a lot more sense. So I found that originally when I started with acupuncture, trying to explain what I was doing or what was going on from an acupuncture lens, people didn't get it. Maybe it was me, but I found that other acupuncturists also didn't necessarily, weren't able to give somebody something solid to understand. So I think by tying all these other things together now with kind of what I use and how I explain it, it makes a lot more sense and becomes a lot more simple, which is why I developed uh, my uh, Meridiogram app, which helps to get an idea of uh, a holistic perspective of someone's health to identify the root causes for why it is. Like I said, the, they developed the diseases in the first place. And then using that, I'm able to kind of guide people way better after we... And can you give the website just so people if they want to look at this, if they're at home. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, meridiogram.com uh, is the website. Uh, from there, you can access the app. It's a web-based app, so not in the app store. Uh, if you just type it in in your uh, search box, 
it'll come up. And if you go on there, there's a ton of great information. But essentially what Meridiogram is an app that gives you a holistic assessment of your health. So when you open it up, it has a questionnaire uh, that you answer. It's an adaptive questionnaire, which is pretty cool. That means it only asks you questions that are relevant to uh, you. Uh, so if you don't have any issues with sleep, you don't have to answer any issues, any questions about sleep. So that makes it a little bit more concise. Um, but it gives you, you get, it, it's really is a holistic <laughs> assessment. Some questions in there people find very odd, but they're very important. Something, uh, all kinds of very intricate things I've studied, some very non-insignificant things uh, can actually be very important. What are the five systems? I'm looking at the little chart now. If everybody can listen, it's listening and look online. <laughs> how it works is where you find there's a little chart on there. So what are the five systems that it looks at? Yeah, so the, the little pentagram that you're looking at with the five different colored circles on there uh, is going to be part of the report. After you complete that questionnaire, you get the holistic assessment. That's the report. Each of the circles is a different category. So you can also see in there that there's a list of different uh, functions and organs and systems and a chart with the related muscles to it. The idea being that any muscle or organ, body system, function can be grouped into one or more of those five circles. So as you go through the questionnaire and answer all the questions, behind the scenes, there's all kinds of points being added up. So it then spits out the system that is going to be, or the circle that is the most deficient, um, meaning the most work. So most oftentimes I see it's the yellow circle is the one that is the most filled in, which it means it's going to be the one that's the most efficient. As an example, what that includes would be the frontal lobe of your brain, the macula in your eye, your thyroid, adrenals the muscles on the front of your body, your intestines, your stomach. So and there's some more stuff in there as well. But the idea is that if one of those pieces of that system starts to degrade or some kind of dysfunction happens in it, the rest of it will also be damaged. So a good example we can go with is something like uh, someone is just burning the candle at both ends. They're tiring themselves out. Their adrenals are just getting burnt out. The adrenals are part of that same system that includes your digestive system. It includes your thyroid, it includes your eyes, the frontal lobe of your brain. So those other things will start to also create dysfunction. So what that looks like is at the very start of disease, you have just mild symptoms. You could have somebody with just some mild, they just feel tired, mild adrenal fatigue, trouble sleeping, frontal lobe brain related. Maybe some uh, knee pain would be involved in that as well. Maybe some slight hormonal things, uh, maybe a regular period, something like that. Uh, and then as things continue to decline, because the root causes are not resolved, you kind of think about that as a bucket with water in it and the root cause punches a hole in it. So then the water's leaking out. So it doesn't matter how many good things you do to try to heal the systems, it's just leaking out of that bucket. So that way, it's the system keeps getting more dysfunctional. You start having more digestive issues. You might start having anxieties, depressions. Uh, that's, it's the beauty of the systems. It shows how these things are linked together. It shows you how it is that when your digestive health starts to decline, then all the certain hormones that are related in your frontal lobe that you need for to prevent anxieties and depressions uh, actually also will start to decline. Um, so it's a good way to actually, you can predict where dysfunction is going to lead to, and you can see, it kind of points your attention where to look. So I see the little arrows. Is that what you mean? Like with, um, it points to the kidneys from that? Well, the idea being that any symptom I say is like a teacher. It points your attention somewhere to pay attention. So if your knees hurt, it's okay. My knees are hurting. Why are my knees hurting? <laughs> uh, and then you have to kind of look around. It's not necessarily the knees are going to be the problem. Like I just said, it could be your adrenals. It could be your digestive system. It could be your thyroid. It could be frontal lobe of your brain. It could be your eyes. Some root cause is damaging some piece along that system to drain the rest of the system. So then uh, if you can find that leak in the bucket, patch it up, and then you're able to do kind of the healthy things that we all 
know to do, hopefully, then that system will heal. So what Meridiogram does is it identifies the root cause for why it is also, also in there. If you scroll further down that page, you'll see that it gives you a list of the root causes. I work with 13 different root causes. And it'll identify specific to you based on how you answer the questionnaire, which of those root causes is likely creating that uh, slow leak in the bucket and creating that dysfunction. So then the idea after you get your report, you know the root causes. If you resolve the root causes, your body's able to reclaim its regenerative and healing ability. That's what acupuncture is really originally based on, is using your own body's ability to heal. So my question, my detective work is always, why Why is your body not healing? Or why, 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 why is the question I always ask. Getting as far back to the root as possible. Symptoms almost don't matter to me other than to get the kind of the root cause of what's going on. So if you have this, do you then know what to do as far as acupuncture and... Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Where to put the needles? Yeah, it tells me exactly. Yeah, that's that's why I tell other acupuncturists is I say it makes acupuncture so darn oh, easy. It's crazy. So it makes it a little more accurate. Yeah, uh, just having someone complete that before they come see me, I already know my plan. I know exactly where I'm going to put my needles. I know exactly what I'm going to tell them as far as their homework to resolve their root causes. I give everybody two to three things to do for homework that keeps it really easy to do, easy to remember, very simple stuff. And that way, then they come back to me the following weeks and I just keep updating the list. And as they move on, it's, it's you just start by moving small rocks. And over time, by moving a bunch of small rocks, you've moved a mountain. And that's when those root causes start getting resolved. I know people just, it's, they're just healing machines. It's, I've had a lot of success with a lot of different of our modern chronic diseases that, you know, there's stump a lot of people. They're like, I don't know why this is happening. Just, you know, diabetes, heart disease, IBS, all, you name it. That's, uh, right. I'm pretty sure the, you know, I can handle it or I've seen it already. So what is the, f- there I see for each of the little circles, there's fire, earth, metal, water, wood. So what is that represent? Yeah, so uh, originally I kind of got the idea to create the system based around one of the acupuncture theories. It's called five element theory. So each of the circles, there's fire, earth, metal, water, wood. Uh, and they repeat in a circle and they also kind of cross. As you see, they have little arrows in there all do different things and they interact with each other. So it shows the interconnectedness of all the systems. So that is just the idea that uh, it, that's, it is the idea is showing the interconnectedness of all the different organs and functions and how they feed into each other. Just like how uh, we mentioned that the digestive system feeds the proper hormones to the frontal lobe of your brain to affect mental health. Uh, I mean, we can take that step even further where the skin actually feeds the digestive system to feed the brain, the hormones and neurotransmitters. You know, we can keep taking steps back and show how all they're all interconnected. Exactly. (laughs) It's all one big loop. And uh, as far as acupuncture theory goes, if anybody knows about the acupuncture meridian system, it is basically uh, a bunch of lines that traverse the body. It kind of looks like a roadmap. If you just give it a quick Google acupuncture meridians, uh, you'll see all these lines going all over the place. Uh, and it looks like complete chaos. But really, if you took the time to look at it, it's actually there are, it's one line that just goes all over the body. And it happens on both sides. Uh, there's also one that happens down the middle. But the idea is it's actually looping this energy all in one giant loop. So it is all connected and flows through there. You can also Google organ clock, showing how the energy in certain organs is higher at certain times of the day. And you'll start to put together some connections for, oh, this is why this happens. This is why this happens. So it's pretty cool to see how everything is so connected, not only from acupuncture, but as I started looking into those connections in biology, it's they're all there. All these things can be explained very easily just with a little bit of research. So how does, can you just go back to how does acupuncture work for anyone who might not be sure? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So acupuncture is based off of your own body's ability to heal. 
uh, like I said, uh, if someone comes in with any uh, pain, internal organ issue, whatever it is, is the idea is the body doesn't have that ability to heal. If you get a cut on your arm, you're usually not worried about it. You know that's going to heal and regenerate. So if you're going into somebody with an issue, it's a matter of just getting that person to heal, uh, which is really cool. It's not, you know, there's nothing on the needles. There's, you know, it's just a stainless steel needle, a single use. And they're very small. They're very for those small. Af- those yeah. afraid of needles. Yeah, they're incredibly small, uh, especially there's the average ones people use are incredibly small. And I personally use the thinnest ones I could possibly get, actually. They're, you can barely see them with your eye. They're crazy. But with how it works is the idea is that the acupuncture meridian system is a collection of electrically active tissues. And acupuncture is based off of uh, electricity, essentially. Every cell in your body functions with electrical voltage. You can actually test the voltage of any cell to determine how healthy it is. So you could test the cells of your liver, of your frontal lobe of your brain, of your finger, of your, you know, whatever it is. Uh, actually, I have a tool in my office to test that. Really? Um, it, yeah. It tests me, t- tells me the electrical charge of any tissue. So I know so that cool. if I test it and it's, this thing is beeping, just yelling at me, I know I need to do acupuncture for whatever that is to be able to recharge and help it regenerate. But of course, there's also the question of why is it not happening in the first place? So the root cause is in the back of my mind. Uh, but as far as acupuncture goes, uh, that's the idea, is that we want to bring back that electrical charge to those cells. Uh, so when it comes to being able to make that travel throughout the body, people are always kind of like, why are you putting a needle in my foot when my shoulder hurts? That's the collection of all those connected tissues. So the majority of them are fascia is the primary one that this voltage and what the acupuncture meridians really are, are fascial connections. The outer covering of nerves is another big one. Uh, these are ways that electricity travels throughout, throughout our body. As far as our cells go, they want 25 millivolts to function optimally. If they are, if they test them and they're higher than that, what that tells me is that cell is healing. The body has rushed a bunch of electricity to that area to help it heal and regenerate. And that's what we see. And uh, a guy, Robert O. Becker, he studied regeneration, basically. And he found that when something got damaged and you test that area, you find just a ton of electricity go to that area. He saw this in, you know, cutting lizards' legs off and they're regenerating. He saw that that's how they're able to regrow legs. Uh, so acupuncture works along the same idea. By putting a needle in a certain area, you're stimulating that electrical flow to that area or moving it along that connection. So that's why the foot, the needle in the foot can actually bring that uh, energy further up uh, into the shoulder. Not only is it a story of electricity, but it's also a story of water and light. Uh, I'd say that's what, like, that's what acupuncture is based off of. And that's, to me, that's what health, all of medicine and health uh, are the primary things to be looked at is light, water, and electromagnetism. Those are the three important things. And a lot of people are kind of like, well, that's different than what I normally hear. <laughs> yeah, I saw your Instagram. I was like, you said the things you need a lot. Number one was light. Number two was light. Yeah, exactly. We need a lot of light. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, my top 10 most important things. Yeah, people love that post. Yes, the top, the number one through three are all light. Two is water. Three is electromagnetism. And then after that uh, is sleep, diet, exercise. Uh, and let's see what's on. And kind of what I was pointing out is the things at the end of the list don't work if the things at the start of the list aren't working. Meaning that diet doesn't work for you if your light environment isn't in place. So what do you mean by light environment? Uh, Yeah. Uh, So light environment, uh, I consider the difference between natural, getting natural light, not sunlight, and artificial light. Those are the two sides of the coin. So when people are able to get that natural light, eliminate artificial light, it's, it's a good thing for them. 100% of the time, meaning that uh, digestive health doesn't work if you're stuck in artificial environments all the time. So if you're stuck indoors, uh, always on a computer, never getting your sunlight, 
you actually won't be able to use your digestive system. It's just, if you look at wow. the biology, it's just, you can't, it just doesn't work. So, uh, same thing with exercise is exercise is gives you a stimulus that creates a certain hormonal response and different temperature response, all kinds of different responses. But again, your body isn't able to do that if your light environment isn't in place. So it's if somebody comes to me and say, I'm looking to lose weight or something like that, uh, I tell them, yeah, stop exercising. You can't use it properly anyway. And I'll tell them that uh, right now, diet is not really not that important to me because I know you can't use it anyway. Uh, most and of the they're time, like, what? Well, well, most of the time they come in, they say, I'm trying all these different diets already. Uh, none of them are working. And I'm like, yeah, it's weight gain is not a food story. It's you're, you're kind of uh, asking the wrong questions or looking in the wrong place. You know, and I'll give them kind of my example about, you know, I'll give them an example of how it's light actually structures your digestive system to be able to work properly. Kind of like the hormones I was talking about earlier, getting melatonin or serotonin. Uh, those are all created through light. If you're not getting sunlight and you're environments full of artificial light, you actually cannot create serotonin or melatonin. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, so right there, you know, uh, like I said, the basis for this podcast is mental health. Right there is a, just a huge key right there. If, yes. uh, you know, if that information gets out there that, you know, if you look in these, if you put together the pieces in this biology textbook over here, this uh, book over here, it's it makes sense that, you know, all these things, all the studies are out there too. You can see So is, that. is that a recommendation you have to get outside more and get the sunlight? Yeah, that's the most often thing I find myself parroting is uh, kind of getting, getting, <laughs> <laughs> getting people outside. And I find it really does empower and inspire people when they kind of hear that, their health is way more in control than they believe it is. Kind of restructuring their thought process to see that their body really isn't working against them. It's giving them signs and signals through symptoms to pay attention to certain things. And when you address those through essentially the basics, and most people, what they mean by the basics is diet and exercise. And that's eight or that's, those are number seven and eight on the list of important things. Yeah. Uh, so I tell people, I don't even, I'm not even going to give you that recommendation for a long time. It's, you don't need those right now. That's not what, that's not the puzzle piece that you're missing. The puzzle piece that are most often missing is the story about light. That is the really the major piece to it. Uh, we're essentially just walking solar panels. And if you yeah, don't I get had a, it. I had a client tell me, she's like, I'm like a flower when it's, there's not a lot of sun. I just wilt. I'm like, me too. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think intuitively we we know how important light is, but it's just not quite there enough for us to really put a grab it and run with it or put enough faith in it. Because sometimes, especially with some pretty severe chronic diseases, is you've been in a bad environment for a long time, like 40, 50 plus years for some people. And so it's Sometimes it takes a little while to get back to it. Not you'll definitely should feel something pretty soon, but it's going outside for 15 minutes a couple of times a week. It's not going to cut it. Um, no. and you're not, so and would then, you say daily? A hundred percent. It needs to be okay. daily. A hundred percent. What about if it's like today though, and it's dark and it's raining? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. there's a lot of different things that, uh, and that's essentially a lot of part of my acupuncture sessions. Is yeah, I do acupuncture, but then the, it's I stay with the person for the entire hour. Any other acupuncturists will oh, yeah. put in needles and leave the room. So how, how do you do your sessions? What is it like with you? Uh, yeah, so somebody will initially, they'll complete the meridiogram assessment. That gives me exactly what I need to know, everything about them. I, I can tell you probably even stuff they might not be on the form, I could probably guess. Or the one that usually blows people away is dental health, how I can guess where yeah. their root canals are or <laughs> tooth extractions or mercury or whatever it is. I can... I can guess with a very high degree of certainty which teeth are involved. But uh, after they complete that, I get the report of the root causes of uh, and of that little chart, the pentagram, 
So I know exactly where to put my needles and what I'm going to tell them for homework. So they'll come in. We'll chat for a little bit, just kind of getting to know each other. So I think that's important. We can't forget there were people too. So I like that part of it. And then I get like to get people on the acupuncture table right away as quickly as I can. Um, that gives them the most amount of time to charge their batteries is kind of what I call it. Uh, each acupuncture meridian is a battery that holds electrical charge. And that is the cells and their ability to heal. Uh, so they'll uh, be able to uh, lay on the table, get charged up. And depending on what they need that day, it'll be a little bit different. I have a lot of different tools that we can do depending on what it is they need. But most of the time, I find myself talking for the most part and or just having conversations. I'm just me talking at them. It's a conversation about understanding the root causes that got them to where they're at. It's not enough for me just to give them the homework and say, go out in the sunlight. No, I want them to understand why light is important and how they got there in the first place. So that way, they have that information. They're their own doctor, first and foremost. And after they leave me, they'll need me. They Hopefully, they won't need me because they already have what I would say about you know this or that. It helps them navigate their other medical decisions. It helps them make any kind of health-related choice, understanding uh, the things that I teach. Uh, so I'm all about empowering people with that time that I have with them uh, so they get the most value possible. And then uh, at the very end, take the needles out and answer any last-minute questions, have them on their way to go get some sunlight. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Because that's what I was wondering, is there other lifestyle recommendations that you have for people? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, yeah, a lot of my time is kind of troubleshooting people's day-to-day lives because we are people. We have jobs and other responsibilities and all kinds of things. So it's one thing to say, yeah, just go out in the sunlight all day. But it's You're like, good now. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of <laughs> other things to consider. And so yeah. there's the human aspect that uh, people will say, well, I have this going on. And I'll say, oh, well, do this. A big one is just something like cracking your window, just a half inch, a quarter inch. That's why I always, whatever room I'm in, uh, whether it's my acupuncture office right here, over here, I have the window cracked uh, just a little bit. That lets full spectrum sunlight in the room. So when you have a window closed, that filters out at least 50%. What about if you have the... allergies? <laughs> <laughs> I hear that a lot. The people, no, that's no, that's me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, allergies are really prevalent. It seems like everyone has them, right? The seasonal allergies. And what I, my response to that is probably a lack of sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So your, yeah, your immune system, it is completely synced to light cycles. That's why it blows my mind. The interconnectedness of everything, especially how light seems to be the key factor that really ties everything together. So I guess as far as like anxiety and depression, so it sounds like all these might be similar recommendations that you have, huh? Is it all? Yeah, well, it's as far as the, uh, so when you take the radiogram and get your root causes in there, and it's a combination of what are your root causes and the list of 10 most important things I have. That's why I always seem to start with the light one because it's number one through three. And no one seems to know about it or be doing. So that's why I'm on that so much. Uh, so it, I do end up giving a lot of the same recommendations off the bat. And especially with the interconnectedness of everything and over and over again, when I just keep getting more and more experience, the story always comes back to light. And then if I don't know how it connects, I go and look and sure enough, I find something that's like, oh, dang, there it is again. So it's uh, the more I learn, the more I realize that's what it is. Uh, I'm lucky enough to have been involved in acupuncture as my tool because I see how that works with light, actually. Putting an acupuncture needle in somebody actually creates light inside of their fascia, which oh, it does. is absolutely crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, doing something like yoga, you had mentioned earlier that you were going to do yoga, uh, even doing movement. What's really cool about fascia is that when it's moved, it creates a bunch of light. Um, so if you look at it under a microscope, it looks like this 
crystal spider web. And if it's healthy, you actually see water flowing through it. It's really cool. And as water is flowing through it, you see these little sparks of light. And as somebody moves, the spider web moves around. And as it moves, you actually see more light. It just starts shooting sparks I everywhere. I love this. Yeah, oh it's my really God. I'm cool. just picturing like a meditation of like all this light being... Yeah, it's, from movement with yoga. Exactly. Uh, and what's the coolest part about it is the water in there isn't just regular water. It's actually something called structured water. And the structured water actually functions like a battery, which is how we tie together the water, light, and magnetism. All three parts of the story are right in the fascia. If you can understand the fascia, you understand a lot about how your cells and your body are going to be able to heal. So this essentially what structured water is, is water that the charges have been separated. And what that means, because that's really nerdy, is that uh, bulk water, regular water, all the, the positive and negatives are all jumbled up. Um, it's all the same. But when you're able to structure water, like the stuff in our fascia flowing through that crystal spider web, it actually pulls the positives to one side and the negatives to the other side. Just like in a battery, it has a positive terminal and a negative terminal. So this creates actually electrical flow through that water. It creates free energy inside of you. So if you have healthy fascia and water flowing through uh, structured water in your body, you're creating electrical charge all the time. That's a self-creating battery. So instead of having to go in and do acupuncture or do these other things uh, that essentially give you quote unquote energy, you're getting free energy just because your body has that structured water flowing through it. And you actually do all kinds of things to actually structure that water even more. So it creates even more electrical charge, which means even more healing. Like we said before, the cells, it's all based off of voltage and how they heal. So if we can structure that water, uh, then we get more electrical charge. The best way to do that do you know what that is? No. Based off what we said already? Light. There you go. <laughs> oh, see, I'm learning. Bingo. I yeah. thought water too. I was like, does water help yeah. if you go swimming? <laughs> well, that's I tell, I tell people that all the time. Uh, when they were looking at that list of top 10 things, they were reading water and they're like, oh, I drink plenty of water. And uh, I'd be like, yeah, it's not what you think. It's not the water you drink. I have plenty of clients that come in and they say, I drink like a gallon of water a day and I'm still dehydrated. I still can't get enough. Yeah, that's not the water that hydrates you. The water that hydrates you is the water that happens inside your cells, inside your fascia, and that's structured water. Basically, your thirst is going to be based off of how much structured water you have. You can drink as much water as you want. It's actually not getting into your cells or into your fascia. It's It needs a certain catalyst, which we already talked about, is light. To actually <laughs> We're structuring. back to that again. I'm telling okay. you, it's over and over again. It keeps coming up. It blows my mind. <laughs> yeah. So have you seen some success with helping people with anxiety or other mental health issues? Oh, uh, yes. All the time. Uh, all the time. Acupuncture, they come in for acupuncture uh, right away. They're able to get a lot of relief from it. If And kind of following through with the um, recommendations I give is really the most important piece to it to have that permanent resolution of it. So again, it's a big part of the life That's story. That's the problem, isn't it? Getting people to do stuff. That is the trick. It's <laughs> Welcome to my world. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's As a medical professional, I think we can all relate to just that is the key. If someone could figure out <laughs> that one thing is, uh, it's almost like we can't convince them. It's they have to figure it out themselves. Yeah. So it's almost you have to kind of guide them into to learning it themselves. It's not you can give them. It's like you can give them fish, but it's way better to teach them how to fish. Uh, then they don't have to be coming back to you, and they understand it, and they've created a new positive habit where it's not going to come back. Uh, and they'll also be able to then prevent other kinds of stuff that's going to develop down the line. I know if someone has anxiety, I would bet just about anything. I'd bet my car that they have digestive dysfunction, that they probably are going to end up as some kind of hypothyroid. They're probably going to have not very good knees. They're probably, you know, have some sort of adrenal deficiency. You know, I, the list goes on. I can, 
see it happen. And I could probably predict way down the line something like what kind of cancer. It's And I see it over and over again with the interconnectedness of it. That's It's really cool to see. But at the same time, it's not cool, obviously. But it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, so I'm wondering, if, since most of the listeners are mental health therapists, so what do you think would be the kind of client they could refer to you and that would, or just in general, right, with acupuncture? Yeah, uh, I've had, I have all kinds, I, I tackle just about anything. Uh, I've been, ref- all kinds of different people have referred to me from massage therapists, MDs, you name it, it's, uh, they've referred to me. I, I like to, ta- I definitely specialize in more difficult, chronic. That's what complex. I wondered, yeah, because if, because I think that in mental health, we do see cases where it's like, I gave them all my tools. We've had therapy for a year. <laughs> yeah. We're not seeing a lot of changes or we have changes and it's just, we're not moving very fast right. through progress. Well, at the same time too, I'll get referred for like a very specific issue. It's like somebody's, I don't know, I'm having trouble with this person's shoulder pain, you know, and they'll come in and it ends up not being about the shoulder. <laughs> so it's something <laughs> it's, else. It's right. Exactly. It's, I, I have to take the radiogram. You see just a slew of other health issues and you see, okay, the shoulder is just part as the one piece of the puzzle. You just gave me through that murder game, all the other pieces of the puzzle. And now I understand how to put them together. And now I can see what that puzzle's making. And then from there we, I can say, okay, well it actually looks like it's your wisdom tooth being taken out that probably caused your <laughs> shoulder pain. I know, exactly. <laughs> it's connections like that that people don't realize and that why sometimes you're using all the tools in your tool belt and you're like, wow, nothing's working. This is weird. So it's, you know, there's some pretty wacky connections out there. That's good to know. Exactly. So, um, yeah, the dental health one, uh, that's usually people's response. How you just responded as well. Um, wow. So what's a takeaway you could share today for anybody that may be uncertain about starting acupuncture or even just referring clients? And- yeah, good question. So as far as starting acupuncture is ask a lot of questions. Uh, always ask why. And uh, like I said, um, trying to get to the very root cause of things is extremely important. Uh, so anytime you're learning anything uh, in any profession, any anything at all, get to the very bottom of it. It's not enough to just address symptoms. Uh, and that was my experience going through acupuncture school is I wish I kind of pushed my professors a little bit and actually asked the questions because I didn't do that. I kind of just had them in my head, but uh, I felt like I was, <laughs> okay. challenge- I, yeah, I felt like I was challenging them and I was like, I don't really, <laughs> I have a rule breaker and a rebel, but <laughs> exactly. uh, I'm not trying to put anybody on the spot. I definitely had some different perspectives that like the things I studied that I don't think they would have been well versed in. So. so what's the best way for listeners to find you and learn more about you? Uh, yeah, the best way to learn more and find me is uh, meridiogram.com, which we mentioned earlier is my website, as well as uh, I'm on Instagram for meridiogram, which I share a lot of just uh, fun facts and things to know and uh, just some interesting things on there. So it's I try to do something every week at least. And it's usually uh, has some good response that people aren't aware of some of the things I talk about, as well as uh, for acupuncture, uh, I'm luckycatacupuncture.com. Uh, I have an Instagram for that as well, but it's uh, usually just about the same stuff uh, on my Meridiogram. And we'll have all that in the show notes too, so everybody can access that. So, But thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Zach. Absolutely. Thank you. That was a lot of fun. Yes. And that brings us to the end of another episode. Just a reminder, I want to let you know that my intro to the art of breath How to Integrate Breathwork Techniques for Effective Therapy is on Friday, June 30th. 
at 2.15. So if you're listening to this after that date, it will be available through a recording. But in this course, you'll discover the science behind conscious breathing and its impact on our physical, mental, and emotional well-being. We'll dive into breathwork techniques to enhance relaxation, release stress, and facilitate emotional release. So don't miss out. Come join me. Go to hcpodcast.org forward slash breathwork today. And this will all be in the show notes as well. This is Chris McDonald bringing each one of you much light and love. Take care. I hope you enjoyed Zach's episode today. He's got a special offer for you. So if you want to go beyond symptoms and resolve the root cause of disease, he offers the Meridiogram, which is a holistic system for personal use and healthcare professionals that identifies the root cause of disease and provides guidance to better health. So activate your natural healing ability today. Start your journey towards wellness and receive 10% off if you go to www. Dot meridiogram.com. That's M E R I D I O gram. And use code HOLISTIC for 10% off. This will also be in the show notes. The information in this podcast is for general educational purposes only and is given with the understanding that neither the host, the publisher, or the guest are giving legal, financial, counseling, or any other kind of professional advice. If you need a professional, please find the right one for you. 